Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to Jets Fifth Quarter Coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Zach, you just said before we came on, that was ugly. But it's an ugly win and not an ugly loss. So how about this locker room reacting to a win that, honestly, from upstairs, it was hard to understand how you guys were able to pull that off. Yeah. Like, like I said, winning is all that matters, you know. Uh, the absolute grit, you know, from this team, the ability to come back, never quit, you know, especially as an offense, not not playing well as an offense. You know, the first two-minute drill, I get sacked, and then I get sacked on the fourth down, you know, plays that can't happen, and then we get 23 seconds, 24 seconds, and we're able to go in two plays all the way, get us in field goal range and go. So, I mean, the absolute no quit from those guys, and, you know, obviously you got to give the defense credit. We need to be better for them. We need to be more consistent for them. Um, they're absolutely balling out, playing awesome football. Special teams is playing awesome football, and we need to find a way to be better offensively. How about your offensive line, though, and how those guys hung in there, considering you were down to your fourth-string center today. Yeah. I mean, had, had you guys ever even shared a center exchange in practice before all of a sudden you had to go out there and do it in the game? We haven't, man, and, uh, you know, props to X for stepping up. You know, first West moves in at center, we bring Billy in, and then X is, you know, in that center, and Billy's at right guard, and, you know, we're playing musical chairs with these guys but um you know those guys definitely stepped up and played it played the best they absolutely could you know fighting their tails off and uh um, a lot of props to those guys up front because that's not easy to do for you personally i know it was a struggle but somewhat similar to the end of the denver game even with an entire game filled with struggle you rip a couple of throws at the end of the game that help you win it what does that do for you yeah, that's that's. I kind of look at it like I, I got to be that one at the end of the game that has to find a way. You know, it's not going to be a lot of things open on schedule. There's not going to be anything that's easy or simple there at the end. You know, the defensive line is teeing off, so quarterback's job is to try and find a way to make the big plays there at the end. And Allen did an unbelievable job of coming out of his route on that scramble drill and finding him there. And then you know the ability to clock it with 11 seconds was uh, was unbelievable. So, thanks for the time. Enjoy the win. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to Jets fifth quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. Didn't doubt at all. You know, when I saw our defense got a stop there, I was like, oh, 24 seconds, no problem. You know, we've shown we can do it in two minutes all year. So, you know, great fight by those guys. Obviously, we got to find a way to be better offensively, but defense is playing lights out and we got to be more consistent for those guys exactly. we talked a lot about your confidence and then how it's been better the last before that game winning draw or game tying drive you take the sack on fourth down in the past do you think maybe you kind of go into your shell a little bit compared to now this year you come back bang bang two huge passes and you guys tie the game to go to overtime yeah i don't know i, I don't know i didn't i haven't been i guess in that in the past but um yeah i guess i guess i'm to the point where you know, short-term memory. It's unfortunate. Wanted to give a guy a chance there on that fourth down. Um, wanted to keep the play alive. Uh, sucks, obviously, to be in a fourth and long situation. But, um, 
yeah, I mean, you really can do nothing besides, hey, move on to the next play. We're gonna get, we're gonna get a chance, and you know, you can never, you can never not take advantage of those. What was, uh, what was it like when you first Connor goes down, then West goes down, you're down to Zayn yeah. Newman? Like, how, how wild is that sequence there for you? Yeah, it hurts, obviously. Um, you know, but I thought an unbelievable job by you know X, and and then West, you know, first moves to center, and then X steps in, and then Billy's at guard, and. Um, you know, unbelievable job by those guys just being ready, ready to go. You know, me and X have never even taken a snap together. So it was like, hey, let's, you know, let's lock in and get this right. And, you know, he asked me on the fumble, like, oh, was that me or you? And I'm like, dude, that's me. We just haven't practiced these, you know, like I'm out there trying to figure out, you know, where to put my hands to be comfortable for you. And so I was like, you know what, we just got to move on next play. Screw it. That kind of stuff's going to happen in a game like this. So, um, you know, keep your head up. We're going to keep going. And I thought unbelievable job by those guys fighting. When things are going the way they were, which obviously wasn't the way you wanted on offense, leading into that last tying drive, what, how do you continue to keep your confidence? Because you know you obviously are a confident player, and but what's the dynamic that goes into you know thinking that yeah we can do this even even though we you know one one out of fourteen or whatever yeah. down. I think it's I think it's situations like exactly what we just went through as to why you have to remain confident because. All it takes is a play, and really all it took was two plays. You know, we got in field goal range, and we had no doubt going into overtime we were going to win that game. So all it really took was those two plays in that in that two-minute drive, and that's why there's no quit. And they talk all the time in football about having a short-term memory. You have a bad play, you know, you get frustrated, a bad drive, things don't go well. Um, you got to come off the field, see how you can be a little bit better, and then go back out and keep going. What is it about the team's resiliency? Like, no matter what the situation is, it's like they're just always in this in the game. Yeah, man. Uh, the defense is definitely keeping us there, and those guys are doing an unbelievable job of, of getting those three-and-out stops, especially today. They're getting us the ball a lot. Um, we needed to be able to extend some drives, but, you know, I think we're always going to be in close games with a defense like that, and so we got to keep leaning on those guys. We need to play more balanced football and help them out offensively by, by scoring some points and, and uh, converting on some third downs. What a lot was made in Denver when you guys didn't get to play off for halftime. Right? And today, similar situation. How much work have you guys done on that since then or just talked about you know, having urgency in that situation? Yeah, coaches have done a great job of bringing up situations, um, how to correct that. I mean, I think that one was obviously time was a lot, quite a bit lower than Denver and the pass was quite a bit further. So an un- unbelievable job of the offense being dialed in, especially like with guys that you know, probably haven't been taking the practice reps of working those situations in practice. I mean, such a good job by, you know, them being on top of it. I remember right before uh, the drive started, you know, X was like, hey, if we clock it, you know, what's the cadence? I'm like, you know, like that just kind of tells you we haven't practiced that. So just overall communication of just getting the guys where they need to be and the absolute hustle right there and Alan doing a great job separating and then everyone getting set super quick. I mean, it was it was uh, flawless. Sense of relief when you do spike it because I'm sure you don't time to look at the clock. You're just on your own body clock or whatever, mental clock. When you do spike it and there's one second left. Then. Yeah, I actually am peaking the clock. Um, yeah, when I remember my last thought, I looked up and there was four seconds on there. I gave one more glance to make sure everyone was set and I knew we got it off. I mean, everyone else was probably a little tight, probably is a little close, but I knew we were going to get that one off. So, thanks for listening to Jets fifth quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN.